welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I am Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today is Thursday, March 18th. This is a very exciting edition because as I mentioned on the last show, the next couple episodes will be dedicated to March Madness. So I thought I'd start the show off with some marching music. It is March Madness, or as some call it, the Ides of March. Um, We've got a tournament ready to start. Today, they're going to start with the, uh, the teams on the outside fighting for those last four spots. And then tomorrow starts the big dance. And now, it's Paul on Talk Radio. good way to start the show. Um, I'm excited about today and about the tournament and hopefully you are too. Um, If you remember last year we didn't have the tournament so if anybody has any trivia questions regarding last year's games and stats I know all the answers. None of the above because there was no tournament last year. But this year we are going to have a tournament and um, it's going to be exciting. One of the cool things is that the seeds have been dealt out, so the brackets are filled. Um, one of the exciting things about the tournament, this gives everybody a chance to fill out your brackets and have fun with it. This is probably why this um, this event, March Madness, or the big dance, or the, the tournament, if you will, is one of the most exciting um, events in sports. Nobody else does a round-robin tournament like this in the playoffs. So a lot of fun stuff, and, and by filling out your brackets, that gives everybody you know an interactive chance to root for their team or see how good they could do. A lot of activity besides the actual event goes on with the tournament. A lot of office pools. Um, a lot of people fill out these um, brackets for uh, fantasy, also uh, for the for for sports betting. So a lot of fun stuff associated with the tournament. We're going to get into it. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, I've put an NCAA page up on the website. So you probably, you, you always hear me say, have you been to the website lately? Well, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say that if you get to the website, which I'm sure you will, if you do it before this podcast, you know, you can always hit pause because you're on demand and then just scroll over either on your phone or your computer to sportscomedyshow.net. Look at the NCAA page, because what you'll see is I've got some stories out there, um, a breakdown of all this. I also put my brackets out there. So my picks are gonna be there. Uh, I'm gonna talk about some of those picks here in a minute or two, and we're gonna kinda go over a lot of this because um, you know the tournament's gonna start um, tomorrow, the 64 teams will be locked in. Today, they're locking in those last four spots. But it, it's bracket time, and, and that's what it's all about. So I've got some interesting stories there that, um, yes, you've heard a little bit about this on the big networks, but a lot of people get so excited about the tournament. They, these other little sub-stories, they've, um, 
kind of let go. So um, maybe we're going to start with one of those right now. And again, uh, now that you've resumed pause and you're looking at the website, a more of an interactive thing, I'm not sure if it's on my NCAA page or on the news page. I wrote a little uh, a paragraph about what I call the COVID factor. Now, keep in mind, um, last year we didn't have it because it was the break of COVID. Now we're at the back end of COVID. Vaccines are coming out. But that's not changing the fact of what's going on. There's already been uh, reporting that two players are having to sit on the sideline. We don't know how the COVID factor is going to play out in this tournament. And let's hope there is no COVID factor to play out. But um, you put all these teams together and it's a three-week tournament. It's not all done in one or two days. Possibility that something may happen somewhere. And here's the, the bummer is if there's an exposure, um, then teams or players are going to have to go into the protocol where they go in quarantine and they have, may actually miss a week. Um, or a good part of the team could miss a week. That's going to be a tremendous, um, a tremendous blow if it happens. I, well, I hope it doesn't. But do not um, factor out the COVID factor or factor in the COVID factor. And that is, um, you know, we have to uh, sometimes expect the unexpected. I'm not going to carry on with that one. Just do keep in mind this year's tournament, um, if that plays into effect, it could throw a serious curveball to what we normally see. All right. What do you say we get into it and uh, take a look at the, uh, the tournament? So the big news, the big team of this whole darn thing comes from the West. And it's quite simple. Because if you're looking at the West and you're looking at the best team in college basketball is, is your Gonzaga Bulldogs. And so if it's the Bulldogs, we've got the question. Yes, the Bulldogs of Gonzaga are out. They are 26-0, have not lost a game this season. They are in quest of their first championship. And to be quite frank, um, I don't see how anybody can stop them. Now, the neat thing about the tournament, it is round robin. One bad game and they could go down. But I propose a question. Who let those Bulldogs out? Because the Bulldogs are for real. And um, I don't know who's going to beat them. I'm looking at the West bracket. And again, my bracket picks are up. So you can see my picks there on the webpage. Um, they're a good. They're, the West has a decent bracket besides Gonzaga. Uh, number two is Iowa. Number three is... You're going to have to bear with me as I go through brackets, by the way, on this one. Um, number three is Kansas. Kansas, who traditionally does well in the tournament, um, could, could propose some problems. But the point here is Gonzaga is 26-0. They've beaten everybody. Um, I certainly look for them to cruise into the Sweet 16, which means they're probably going to, in their first game, whether it's um, going to be App State or uh, Norfolk, uh, I look for them to move on. 
and then they're going to have to go up against either Oklahoma or Missouri. Uh, I picked Missouri on that one. Uh, I still think they're going to do it. I think they're going to move on. To be honest, throughout this whole tournament, they are the team that I picked to win. I'm not the only person who's picked them to win. As it turns out, about 33% of uh, the public has picked Gonzaga to win it all. <clears throat> and, and, the, and the reason that Gonzaga is so darn good is they are very balanced. Their, their biggest player is uh, Corey Kispert, and um, he's points. He's averaging almost 20 points a game, 19.5. Um, but they've got a good team. He's not the only one in double-digit scores. Four out of their five starters are averaging anywhere from 11 to 20 points. And when you've got four of your five starting, and then their fifth, um, Andrew uh, Nembard, is nine points. The point being here, they have an extremely balanced team. Now, I've kept an eye on Gonzaga throughout the year, and, and some of the characteristics or some of the aspects of Gonzaga, they are traditionally a second-half team. And in most of these games, because they're just blowing everybody out left and right, they're a 20- or 30-point favorite. They're just a huge favorite. At halftime, the game may be closer. They're only up by a couple. And then they turn it on in the second half. Gonzaga really is a second-half team, and uh, it's going to come into play in this tournament. Their last game, they played BYU to, to win the tournament. BYU put on, who's a number two rank, by the way, and I like BYU when we get to them. Um, BYU had played the first half of their lives. I mean, everything they were throwing up was going in. They played the perfect game, and they were up by as many as 14, almost by half. And I was thinking, you know, Gonzaga's finally going to fall. Hey, it, you know, you can't win every game. But let them do it here in these pre-tournaments. They're still going to be number one. But lo and behold, just like they do in all their other games, sure enough, in the second half, they came back. And it wasn't so much them doing anything different. It was BYU who just played a phenomenal first half. Finally, you know, <clears throat> fell from grace and started missing a few shots. And Gonzaga capitalized. And this is why I like Gonzaga to win the entire tournament is because I don't think there's another team out of the 64 teams, um, not Baylor, not Illinois, uh, I don't think there's another team that can play perfect basketball for the entire two halves. And that's what it's going to take to beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga might not play perfect basketball themselves, but they've got too many weapons. They've got too many pros or people heading to the pros. They've got too much balance. This is the year of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Uh, again, they are undefeated going in, and uh, I think they're going to do it. That's just my thought on this whole thing. So, again, my bracket is out there on my webpage, so you can check it out. But once again, we're going to ask that question, who let the dogs out? Okay. Well, I've given Gonzaga my fair share of time there and why I think they're going to be number one. But it is March Madness. And um, one of the things, um, another story that we're gonna, I'm gonna jump into here now, um, or first before I jump into it, one of the things about this tournament, it's round robin. And all it takes is one bad game or one surprise game from a Cinderella or uh, an underdog, and everything changes. So there's no guarantee Gonzaga's gonna win this. 
Um, and a lot of times in this tournament, uh, you get, you know, expect the unexpected. So Cinderella's have a way of popping up and winning. I, I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but there's no lock on Gonzaga. So uh, as we look at the rest of the West there, like I said, Kansas, whose uh, tradition goes well, they're a three seed. Um, West Coast basketball, USC is in at the six seed. UCLA is, is fighting today to get one of those final spots. Don't know if there's going to be much noise out of any of those two teams for our LA fans. Oregon is number seven. So Oregon's got a first round uh, matchup against VCU. Uh, that, that'll be an interesting game to watch. And uh, Virginia in Ohio. Some of the analysts were saying keep an eye on Ohio because they've got some three-point bombers and um, they've, they've got a good team where Virginia's been sitting on the sidelines. So we'll keep an eye on that one. But in the West, my pick is Gonzaga all the way. No question. Probably going to be hands down. Again, this is March Madness, our first story. Very exciting. What do you say we do a little marching with a little marching music? From the west, we are going to march right down to the east. It's a long march there from the west to the east. At some point, we'll stop with the midwest and the south. But let's look at the east bracket. Now, this could very well be the most talked about bracket um, in the pre-tournament or the, the fillings or the seeds as people are filling out the brackets. And that's because Michigan is number one. But Michigan, all of a sudden, their big player um, is is injured, and it turns out that Livers probably won't be in the tournament at least out the first two, one or two weeks, and uh, he's their top scorer. So can Michigan be the dominating team that they were or are without their top scorer? Other big teams to keep an eye on the East is you got Alabama at two, um, you've also got Texas at three. So the East is stacked with some good teams. So the next one I'm going to talk about, and this is actually going to go to the next story that I think I mentioned I was going to get into here. And again, you're going to find this uh, a little uh, write-up on this story on the website, on my NCAA page. Hopefully by now, since the beginning of this podcast, you at least took a look so you can kind of follow me with some of the stuff. And that is what I call the 5 verse 12 factor. And as I was uh, been watching all the, you know, the analysts and thing, I, I quite frankly forgot about it, but, but it does ring true. I, there's just a, a mystique about the number five and 12 matchups in the first round. Whatever the reason is, the number 12 seed has a way of coming back and, uh, and, and winning or winning that first round. Um, I put some stats out there on the website about it. I think, I think in four or five years in this whole tournament, in the last 40 or 50 years, there's only been four or five times where the five team has not lost to the 12th seeded team. So you're going to see some 12, um, um, 12 seeds upset the fifth seed if this ends up to be a uh, repeat of history. And now that I've mentioned that, Here's where I think you're going to find one, and, and other people have jumped on this too. I'm not the only one. We got number 12, Georgetown, against number 5, Colorado in the east. The Hoyas, I mean, you can't, you can't say enough about Georgetown. 
Uh, other than the fact that they didn't really have a great year. Um, so Georgetown, you know, their, their numbers really aren't that pretty, but people think they're going to do it. And just because they're in that 12th seat, I'm going to go with them. As I look at some of the numbers here, you know, against the top 25, they're three and four, where Colorado's three and one. Um, their overall ranking here is, uh, is, is seventh against the strength of the schedule. Uh, Colorado's overall record, 22 and eight, 14 and six in conference play is much better than Georgetown's who's seven and nine in conference play and barely 500 at 13 and two. But it's that 12th seed mystery. I'm going to go with Georgetown as the 12th seed to take down a, a fifth seed. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, the East also, Maryland is uh, a team that usually does pretty well in the tournament. They're not all that great this year. And, you know, their record against top 25 teams is 0-4. I'm sorry, that was UConn. Maryland's record against the top 25 teams is 4-7. At least they're playing more 25 seeds than UConn. UConn's, UConn's 0-4. That's who they're matched up with in this uh, first round. Uh, I like Maryland in the first round. So let, let's see if Maryland can kind of put something in. In the East, all the way going down to the final, the team that I chose is BYU. And that's because BYU gave Gonzaga the best fight I've seen. And if, if BYU can play half the game they played the other day, I look for them to do some damage. Uh, and again, their numbers aren't the prettiest. Against the top 25, they're one and three. Um, and they're going up against Michigan, who's five, Michigan State, that is. Michigan is five and six against teams in the top 25. So one of these teams have to submerge. What I like about BYU is their conference play. They're 10 and three. So on the big games, they know how to step up, just like they did against Gonzaga. So that's why in the East, I think Michigan um, will at some point fall because of Livers being out. So I got BYU in my Eastern bracket going all the way. Now, keep in mind when you're filling out your brackets and you look at them, it's so easy to predict that the number one team is going to do it. But... In the end, the number one team isn't the one that's always there. So you, you got to be open-minded to, to Cinderella's, to upsets, to the fact that it can very well get down to a last shot. These things happen. So that's why I went with BYU. They are a, a higher-ranked team. I believe they're sixth in that conference. But I, I don't think Michigan's going to uh, make it through the East. What do you say we do a little more marching? And this time... We march to the south. Is there any southern boys out there? Is there anybody listening to the podcast from the south or in the south? And if you are, I want to thank you for listening. Keep in mind, we are on the Buzzsprout Network. And uh, some of you people may be catching it on its affiliates like iHeartRadio and Spotify. Spotify has probably become one of the bigger podcasting networks out there. We all know iHeartRadio is huge. I am there as well. So any of those people coming to the pot, um, coming to my show on those uh, platforms, thank you. And, and let's hear it for the South because the South has a big team in the tournament and their number one team is Baylor. Can Baylor do what they're here to do 
and Natters make a deep run to see if they can get to the final four. Now, Baylor, pretty impressive, 22-2 overall, 13-1 in conference play, and against the top 25, they are 7-2. Those are some really tough numbers. Uh, in the first round, they go up against um, Hartford, which I don't think stands a chance. So, but uh, as you look at this whole bracket on the South, there are other teams worth mentioning. Ohio State. A lot of people like Ohio State here in this uh, in the tournament, and Ohio State's numbers are pretty good. Against the top twenty-five teams, they're seven and four. They're twenty-one and eight overall. 12 and 8 in conference that got them the second nod and the other uh, teams worth mentioning in the south um, year in and year out Villanova's there and they're the five the fifth seed they're going to be there another team that's been talked about is Texas Tech Texas Tech is a six who will open up against Utah Texas Tech is uh 17 and 10 not their numbers really aren't that impressive but they've got some big boys that can make some noise and they are, had a good home record. They were 4-1 at home this year. So there's some people that are hanging their hat in Texas. And that's because they're in the South. And when you're in the South, that's what you do. You hang yourself You hang yourself on Texas. So for those marching in the South, here we go. All right. What do you say we move on? Because there is one more conference that we need to look at here. The last conference is your Midwest Conference. And in the Midwest, a lot of neat stuff going on there. Because in the Midwest, in the Midwest, the number two seed is Houston. Uh, but, Houston, uh, say again, please. What's Houston, that, Houston? We have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Have that a is because they are not. The number one seed, they're the two seed, and in Houston, they got to go up against the Illinois. The Fighting Illini of Illinois could very well be um, the story there in the West. So again, Houston will be saying this: that there could be a problem. Houston, uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Thank you, Tom. Thought I'd get a little Tom Hanks there. Tom Hanks wanted to be a part of the big show. Houston, you may have a problem. Now, in the first round or two, I, I look for Houston to get to the Sweet 16. Uh, Cleveland State in the first round shouldn't be a problem. And either Clemmer or Rutgers um, in the second round shouldn't be a problem. But Illinois is the number one team in the Midwest. And the reason Illinois is the number one team is because they play good ball against the good teams. And the record versus teams in the top 25 is 7-3. They're overall 22-6, um, 16-4 in conference play. The Illini has gotten <clears throat> the number one nod in the Midwest, and a lot of people are picking them to go all the way. But Houston may have a problem, but I think they're going to overcome these problems. And I chose Houston to go all the way in the Midwest. I, I think Houston's going to do it, and this is why I like them. They've been beating everybody. Silly. Their, their last couple games, they've won by 20 or 30. Um, they've just really taken it to a whole other level. Houston is, is coming on at the right time. 
You know, at home they're seven and zero. They're eight and two. Let's see. In their last in their last ten games, they're eight and two. They beat. Uh, where did we go? Cincinnati by what, 33 or 38. They uh, beat Tulane by 25. They beat South Florida by 45. They beat Western Kentucky by 40-ish. Now, also, the close games, the better games, the better teams, like Memphis, they won by two. Um, where's the other big one? Uh, South Florida. They uh, even that was a blowout. It's, the point getting, I'm getting at here is they've been beating everybody seriously, and they can still win the close games when need be. So it, it, Houston, a lot of people say, well, the Midwest there's not a lot of good conferences down there. Well, you played with the car, the the, the hand that's dealt to you, and Houston has done that, and they've just done it to a whole other level. You know their their conference play, fourteen and three. 24-3 overall, that's a hefty record. So I chose Houston because I think they're going to get over their problems in the Midwest. I like Houston to, to do that. So that gets us down to our final four. I'm going to give you our, my final four prediction here. And again, I'm going to say it again. It's there on the website, on the NCAA page. And uh, you can use my to my brackets as a guide for your brackets or just something else to look at and have fun with. Again, the point there is it's bracket time. Uh, some of the platforms where you can do fantasy or free action is Yahoo. You can do a, you can jump in for free. I believe ESPN and CBS Sports. You can fill out your brackets and be a part of it for free. Um, in the other worlds, you know, everybody else has their own way that they like to deal with this. But uh, filling out a bracket and being a part of it just makes this thing all the fun that it is. So, in the final four, I've got Gonzaga beating BYU going to the final. I've also got Houston going up against Arkansas. And I got Houston winning in the final four. So, in my final two, I have Gonzaga against Houston, and as I mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, somebody let those dogs out, I looked for Gonzaga to win the whole thing. Well, I just gave you my predictions. I think this is going to be a fun uh, con uh, contest or tournament. Keep an eye on some of those other stories I mentioned. The COVID factor, we don't know what to expect. The 12 versus 5 seed. There'll probably be a couple 12 versus 5 seeds um, up in the air, so keep that in mind. As you're doing your, um, keep that in mind as you're filling out your brackets. And uh, make sure you fill them out today or early in the morning because the tournament starts tomorrow. Tonight you're going to get your uh, four games for that final 64, for those final 16 seeds in each conference to complete the 64 seed. Okay, I got it all out there in one breath. Boy, that just tired me out. Now I want to thank you guys for listening in. Again, this is Paul from the Sports Comedy Show. The next couple episodes will be dedicated to March Madness. I hope you enjoyed the show today. If you do, tell a friend. And uh, we'll see you in a couple days.